Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint. Pastor Mai, good evening at Sampas 5. This is Update for Tuesday, 19th of December 2023 from Manx Radio. 30 minutes looking at the latest news on the Isle of Man. Background to that news and sport and business and sea watch and travel updates. And the uh, newsmakers in person this evening. Continuous industrial action short of a strike on the steam pack and the boat's not going tonight either. The Archbishop of York says leave the bishop's vote alone. The new law which stops gas disconnection looking after the Manx woman's life and health and the most successful sidecar passenger in TT history retired today. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock, the update news headlines. Fast my Lewis Foster. Fast my Steam packet workers have voted to take action short of strike starting on the 27th of December. Nautilus International, which represents officers working for the company, says it's shameful the Manx public will now pay the price for management's stubbornness. Legislation designed to prevent vulnerable people having their gas supply cut off has passed through the House of Keys and Legislative Council today. It's after Isle of Man Energy carried out a number of disconnections in recent weeks, a practice it's currently put on hold until January. And tonight's steam packet sailing to Hesham and subsequent overnight return have been cancelled due to adverse weather conditions. A number of crossings are also in doubt between now and Christmas Eve, with strong winds expected over the coming days. In the international news, from April, Scotland's higher earners are going to be put in a new tax band to be created just underneath the top one. Anyone who earns over around 75 and 125,000 a year will pay a rate of 45%. The United Nations Security Council is expected to vote shortly on a resolution calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. It was delayed yesterday to give diplomats more time to get the United States to abstain or back the wording. And schools and colleges in England have been told there's no general duty to allow transgender students to socially transition. The UK government advice also says teachers do not need to use a pupil's preferred pronouns. Those are the headlines. I'll be back with the news at six o'clock. Secure tomorrow today with Man Benham's guidance on powers of attorney and more. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Jeremiah, thank you, Lewis, from the Ronalds Ray Met Office. Still got that strong wind warning in operation for the North Irish Sea. State of Sea moderate, occasionally rough. And the weather on the Isle of Man mostly dry this evening. A gale force westerly and some sporadic showers overnight. Minimum temperature 8 Celsius. Port Ukraine, Wednesday, cloudy in a strong west-northwesterly, intermittent patchy light rain. Top temperatures 11 degrees, a dry evening and night tomorrow, lowest 9 degrees. And for Jordan, Thursday, dry with a strong to gale force westerly up to 11 degrees Celsius. Tides on the way out, low waters 7 minutes before 11 tonight, high tide 5 to 5 tomorrow morning. Sunrise 25 to 9 and the morning low water 17 minutes past 11. Manx Glass and Glazing will be closed for Christmas and New Year from the 22nd of December. Reopening 8th of January. 
Isle of Man steam packet workers have voted to take action short of a strike before New Year's Eve. The continuous action short of strike will begin at 6 o'clock on the 27th of December. The story from Siobhan Fletcher. Nautilus International, which represents officers working for the company, says it's shameful the Manx public will now pay the price for management's stubbornness. It essentially means ship officers employed by the steam packet delivering lifeline ferry services to the island will not work any overtime, nor work up to cover senior roles on board. Yesterday, Nautilus announced 81% of those balloted voted to take industrial action. There was a 77% turnout. Nautilus Senior National Secretary Gary Elliott said the steam packet could have avoided disruption by withdrawing their threat of fire and rehire and committing to meaningful negotiations or independent collective arbitration. They have consistently refused these reasonable measures to find a solution. Our members at the steam packet do not want to take industrial action, but when the company have undermined the long-held collective bargaining agreement and threatened our members' jobs, they are left with no choice. We remain willing to find an amicable solution to avoid disruption, but only if the threat of fire and rehire is rescinded and existing contracts of employment are honoured. The Archbishop of York says no changes should be made to the Bishop of Soda and Man's Timwall vote without a public consultation. Stephen Cottrell has written to the Chief Minister ahead of proposals to remove the vote being back on the agenda in the House of Keys today. The story from Lewis. Having progressed through its first two readings, Laurie Hooper's Constitution Bill reaches the clauses stage today. The bill itself has just one clause which seeks to remove the Bishop's vote from Timwald and the Legislative Council. It comes at a time when the Bishop's seat in Timwald is vacant following Peter Eagle's retirement in October. In his letter to Alfred Cannon, the Archbishop of York writes, if the role of the Bishop in Timwald were to change, this would inevitably raise other questions about the status of the future of the diocese itself. He goes on to say, I am also concerned that this issue has been raised again so recently after Timor Court rejected it and at a time when the diocese is in vacancy. I'm afraid I cannot think this is simple coincidence. The governance arrangements of the island are hugely important, but I wonder whether this is a priority for the people you serve at a time when so many other challenges face us both locally and nationally. I realise it's not really my place to interfere in these matters, but I would urge you to consider carefully making constitutional changes at such a time, and what the unintended consequences might be. I also believe that such a change should not happen without wider public consultation. I would be happy to facilitate such consultation within our parishes if that would be helpful. The Archbishop, who holds the second highest role in the Church of England, also reflects on his visit to the island earlier this year, saying, I took the opportunity of speaking with many people about the Bishop's role in Timwald, and it was absolutely clear that not only was Bishop Peter himself held in high regard, but the role of the Bishop in Timwald was highly valued. Mr Cannon, who's voted against the first two readings of the bill, confirmed to Manx Radio that the letter has been shared with all Timwald members. Update. Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. It's 22 minutes now before 6 this Tuesday evening, live from Douglas in the Isle of Man. And the most successful sidecar passenger in TT history, Tom Birchall, has announced his immediate retirement from racing. The story from Manx Radio Sports Editor Rob Pritchard. 120.357, the Birchalls, Ben and Tom, are the first ever sidecar crew in the history of the TT to go over 120 miles an hour. They take the victory. It is the Virtual Brothers. 
a moment of history in the 100th year of sidecars on the Isle of Man this year, and one which will now be a fitting swan song to a sensational legacy on the Snaefell Mountain course. Ben and Tom Birchall there becoming the first sidecar team to surpass the 120 mile an hour mark on their way to two more wins at TT 2023. And now the bombshell news today that Tom, also a four-time world champion and a British champion, has confirmed he is stepping away from racing for good. The Mansfield brothers have won every single TT race they've finished since 2013, and previously have also become the first sidecar pairing to go past the 117, 118 and 190 mile per hour milestones. In a statement today, Tom says it's not been an easy decision, but now feels like the time to take a break from that cycle and start a new chapter in life. Whilst they've largely dominated the sidecar classes at the TT in recent years, the pair have always been respectful of their competition, as Tom explained to Manx Radio ahead of the 2023 event. Yeah, it's a big job, in it? You know, it always is, whether somebody's chasing you or you're pushing yourself, you know, it's uh, not something we take lightly and it's not something we take for granted. They're on the way, you know, they're coming at us and, uh, you know, we're ready for the challenge. So what does this mean for Tom's brother, Ben? Well, Ben has confirmed he will be racing in 2024 with a new passenger. An announcement on Ben's new passenger is expected to be made in the new year. On Tom's retirement, Ben says he can only thank Tom for all he's done, adding, we've made history and to do that with my brother has just made it even more special. The House of Keys today voted to progress urgent legislation which could stop people from getting disconnected from their gas supply uh, to the Legislative Council. Uh, Cabinet Office Minister Kate Law Brennan presented the Gas Regulation Amendment Bill 2023 and told gathered members the bill could come into effect as soon as it received royal assent, even before it receives Timwald approval. Some members are asking about the timing of making an order should the bill receive royal assent. This could be done immediately on the announcement of royal assent. Whilst effective immediately, the order subsequently would still need Timwald approval. So my message is this. We can and are acting on the basis of taking next steps quickly, but there is still democratic oversight. As honourable members will have seen, I've signalled the intention to move this bill through its stages today on the order paper. I do this with neutral intent and will be entirely guided by the House as to the speed at which members want to progress this legislation to affect this change. There are times when we need to act swiftly and I'm hugely grateful to the Communications and Utilities Regulatory Authority, better known as CURA, for working with the Council of Ministers on this legislation. Before I close, Mr Speaker, I would re-emphasise that this bill is short and focused. I am hopeful that should it pass through the branches today, it may receive royal assent early in the new year. It is not intended as a complete economic regime for public gas suppliers. Cura is working on this and will be bringing a consultation out on policy principles in the new year. This is a simple approach for the House of Keys today. It's something we can do, I sincerely hope for, but we don't take for granted that there is support for this move today, which I believe is in the interest of those most in need in the coming weeks and months. Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. Motor vessel Manxman departed Hesham at 21 minutes before 3 this afternoon, quite late. She won't be into the bay until gone 6 o'clock, hopefully onto the link span before half past. This evening's departure, the 8.45, has now been cancelled because of the forecast adverse weather. Consequently, no return overnight. Tomorrow morning's 8.15 to Hesham is uh, definitely going ahead, but there is a question mark over sailings for tomorrow evening, all day Thursday, all day Friday, all day Saturday and all day Sunday. Like the Steam Packet on Facebook for the latest sailing information. 
The Chair Appeal Commissioner says it's been a very good year for the local authority. Hazel Hannan says the community's come together this year to collaborate for the good of the town. I think it's been a fairly good year. I think we've been obviously working together for the for the good of Peel. I think one of the downsides is having to come to terms with the issues at Rhea Taylor. I mean, that would be the, the lowest factor there, that we have this, this major problem there. And it's going to cost whether we rebuild or whether we do works on these properties. It's going to cost considerable sums. But I think the main thing is for the year, Peel Town Commissioners is a local government. So it's the government of Peel. And therefore, you know, working together for the for the good of Peel and trying to improve things and having the funds there to improve things. I think that's the main thing. And keep the services running as well. The community coming together to work, not only with the commissioners, but with other groups. And, you know, I'm thinking about things such as, you know, the market stall holders, you know, supporting Peel. The Carnival Committee, the Carnival, it was suggested that maybe the Carnival would cease, but a new committee has come forward. We've got, we've had a yarn bombing. And then the, the other issue was getting men in sheds off the ground. They've been working together collectively and doing various bits. Costs have gone up. We did for five years keep the rates stable. We didn't increase the rates and we managed around that and we also put money into the reserves. We have got some reserves this year which we're still talking about how we'll be spending that but we'll be coming into the budget season in January where we'll be discussing our budget for the for the forthcoming year. Manx Radio Business Briefing. At 16 minutes before 6, EasyJet shareholders have voted overwhelmingly in favour of the company's planned purchase of 157 A320neo family aircraft from the manufacturing giant Airbus. The proposal, which will see the airline buy 157 planes, along with purchasing the rights for another 100, was set out in October and is expected to cost EasyJet $19.9 billion, spread over a number of years. And for a full daily market report, go to RamseyCrookall.com. Talking of aviation, modern aircraft, comfortable seats, unflappably pleasant flight attendants are factors which rankings consider in ranking the world's best airlines. But they overlook a crucial element, apparently, according to the passengers' rights company AirHelp, how airlines treat customers when problems occur. Compiling its annual AirHelp score, the air organization evaluated 83 airlines based on punctuality, customer options, how efficiently they handle customers' compensation claims, and based on data from January to September this year, here's the top 10 in 10th United Airlines, 9 the Norwegian Regional Widerer, in 8th China Airlines, 7th American Airlines, 6 Austrian Airlines, joint 5th Etihad and all Nippon Airways, 3rd is Lot, Polish Airlines, 2nd is Eurowings, the Lufthansa Budget Airline, and number 1 Qatar Airways. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets moved higher, the US dollar jumped against the yen after the Bank of Japan gave no sign its ultra-loose monetary policy was set to end. Oil advanced on Yemen's Iran-aligned Houthi militants' attacks on ships, and gold gained the numbers from Ramsey Crookall at the close in London, the FTSE 100 up three-tenths of a percent.
7,638. The DAX in Frankfurt up six tenths of a percent at the close, 16,748. A short time ago in New York City, the Dow Jones Industrial up six tenths of a percent, 37,519. The Nasdaq Tech Stocks Index is up half a percent at 14,977. And the S&P 500 up nearly half a percent in Chicago at 4,761. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling is trading at one US dollar, 27.5 cents, one euro, 16.1 cents, and 23 South African rand, 38.5 cents. In commodities, gold's up almost a percentage point at $2,046 per troy ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude up one and three quarter percent, $79.33. You've got an investment plan? Yeah, Mike set it up. But don't you need loads of money to do that? Not this one. It's called Cheerwater from Ramsey Crookhall, and you pay in monthly as little as £100. So it's like saving regularly, really helping us invest in the future for a house, well, the kids' education. £100 a month? I could easily do that. <laughs> you should. The sooner you start, the better. Invest in your future with as little as £100 a month. Shearwater from Ramsey Crookall, the island's investment specialist for 75 years. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. The results of a consultation on the provisions of women's health services are being assessed by Manxcare. It's hoping to come up with a more holistic approach where every aspect of a woman's life and health needs are viewed as a continuum. Care Group Manager for Integrated Women, Children and Families at Manxcare is Linda Thompson. The survey results that came through were very similar to that of the UK and the actual top areas were gynecological conditions for example, endometriosis and fibroids, fertility, pregnancy loss, pregnancy and postnatal support, menopause, ovarian, womb, cervical, vulva and vaginal cancers and mental health. So we're analysing all the data that came through with a plan to then reach out and form some focus groups with the aim to get the voice of the younger women of the Isle of Man and the older age range as well. Although we did paper copies and electronic surveys, we recognise that we didn't quite reach these areas. So it's about designing services going forward. So some of the work's already been undertaken. So for the first time since April of this year, we now have a tumour site for women cancers, which was not present previously. So we're now on par with every other tumour site um, for cancer for women's services. Additionally, we have a lot of feedback on the island about pregnancy, pregnancy loss. So we're working to ensure that we improve services going forward within this area and currently the works are being undertaken within Nobles to adopt a gynae ambulatory care and early pregnancy assessment unit. So there won't be a change in policy so we need to go back to the DHSC with the findings of the survey that went out to determine what um, the DHSC wish us to mandate going forward. A lot of what has come out of the survey is already established so it's actually business as usual. It's just about growing and developing where those services might be delivered and how they might be delivered and by who. Update brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690 300. 
Manx Radio Sport. Fast am I, Rob Pritchard. Fast am I, good evening. Well, more news from the world of motorsport. And could TT competitor Ian Hutchinson make a return to racing in 2024? The 16-time TT winner has told BBC Sport Northern Ireland he's hoping to get something together in the new year and is optimistic about regaining his racing licence in the coming months. The Yorkshireman suffered a stroke while cycling in Spain in February. As part of standard protocol, his racing licence was revoked for 12 months as a result, meaning he missed the 2023 Isle of Man TT races. Hutchinson adds he's waiting to get his licence back from the ACU in March and has been doing some instructing and has passed all the tests they've wanted him to do so far. Elsewhere, bad news for road racing in Northern Ireland as it's been announced the 2024 Tandrigi 100 has been cancelled. A statement on behalf of the North Amar Motorcycle and Car Club says the decision is due to them being unable to gain commitment for necessary resurfacing to be carried out in time to meet extended deadlines. It adds the club is very disappointed after many months of lobbying and negotiations. It's now hoped some resurfacing can take place next year on the course to bring back the event in 2025. And in hockey, the Isle of Man Senior Ladies A team have progressed to the next round of the England Hockey Tier 2 Knockout Championships. They managed a 2-1 victory over Timberley Ladies Seconds at the NSC on Saturday, courtesy of goals from Kim Carney and Sarah Blackman. Their next time the competition will take place on either the 6th or the 14th of January, with the exact date and their opponents still to be confirmed. Meanwhile, it was shootout heartbreak for the Isle of Man Ladies B team at the weekend in the Tier 3 Knockout Championship. They managed a 3-3 draw in normal time against Liverpool Sefton Ladies Seconds at Liverpool College, with Rachel Middleton, Ella Blakemore and Christina Kameen on target for the Manx side. Following that, the Ireland squad then went down 4-2 on penalty strokes to exit the tournament. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Inbound at Ronald's Way, the 7.30 EasyJet from London Gatwick, 10 to 8 Logan Air from London City and the 5 to 8 Logan Air from Liverpool all showing on time this evening. Outbound 6 o'clock Logan Air to Liverpool on time, the patient transfer plane and then it's the 10 past 8 EasyJet back to Gatwick, all looking good at Ronald's Way. The Hibernia back roads closed for drainage work near Mackled. The bottom end of Telephone Exchange Road in Lancaster is closed for test hole investigation in Colby face closures on the Ballakill Ferrick Road for water main work in Andres Kiandrockard Road's closed in phases for water main work and south of Kurt Michael temporary closures on the Ballalai Road for water main work in Douglas Hillside Avenue closed for adjacent office window replacement through to Circular Road and a section of Switzerland Road's closed till November next year for construction work the Arrasy Road's closed from Glen May to the Shoulder Road for resurfacing and off-road the Heritage trail from Glenlock Campsite at Glenvine to Union Mills is closed for ditching work and tree maintenance. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre with one year's free engine warranty from Castrol. Get more with Keyside. In what was a momentous day for our legislature, LegCo began with a rare question, then the income tax number two bill was nodded through all its stages without comment. That came before government's unprecedented move to drive the gas regulation bill through all stages in Keys and LegCo in a day. Here's our political correspondent, Phil Gorn. Tanya August Hansen asked when delayed regulations would be made to govern how development in our territorial seas can progress. July 2024 was the answer so was Ms August Hansen content with what she heard. I think it's incredibly important. Um, the marine infrastructure um, management regulations um, were drafted and they completed drafting in January of this year. Um, and I'd been asking questions month on month on month on month. OK, where's it up to? So the, the just for context, the background to this is that the drafters had been told, um, you know, you need to get this done and you need to get it done very, very quickly. Um, can we please turn this around? It's really, really important. 
absolutely imperative. Um, so many different projects that we want to move ahead with um, regarding this, including like all of the wind power projects and everything, and whether they be offshore or onshore. Um, and we need to kind of get this turned over. Um, so that that was the background. So you come January, um, all of the um, draft regulations are then sent over to um, the Department of Infrastructure. And then January, February, March, you know, April, May, June, July, August, September, still, you know, nothing from infrastructure. The income tax number two bill was nodded through all its LegCo stages without comment before government's unprecedented move to drive the gas regulations bill through all stages in Keys and LegCo in a day. The Isle of Man in 30 minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wint. Fast of I, this is Update on Manx Radio. I'm Andy Wint. And for children with parents struggling with addiction, the festive period can be difficult. But on the Isle of Man, the charity Motivates Family Service is there to help. Is Deputy Director Paula Gelling. Within Motivate we support everybody affected by substance misuse, gambling or gaming So, and that also includes the family service so you think about it, um, people who can be affected can be younger members of the family, can be teenagers can be uh, significant others so it could be friends or uh, family so it might be the partner of somebody who's got an issue. Um, but particularly at the family service we deal with the young people side of it um, or perhaps one of the parents um, and we can support people so we can go into the schools and we support those individuals and it might be that they're perhaps a little bit reluctant to uh, to talk about what's going on at home so a lot of it is um, playing games or we might be using sun story therapy and working with the individuals um, so they become comfortable with us so then they feel comfortable to talk about what's bothering them. Often if there's um, a problem with substance misuse um, that there's little routine within that and um, the priority and what we might expect ordinarily happens at Christmas in most families' home doesn't always happen. So it might not be they have a big Christmas dinner, it might not be that there's much in the way of presents going on. So we're very fortunate at Motivate that we also receive support and work with other agencies such as the Salvation Army and different appeals and stuff that's going on. So we get gifts through into Motivate so that we can distribute those among the children that we're supporting. So that's really good. So hopefully they're not feeling like they're missing out. And like I say, we have um, a Christmas party so that they can enjoy a visit from Santa and they can mix with other people and play games and things. That's it for update tonight, compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Lewis Foster, producer Amy Griffiths. Howie Kane's here with some Christmas memories after the news at 6. Chris Kinley with Greatest Hits, 6.30. The Folk Show with John Barker, Dave Moore after hours at 10. And I'm back tomorrow at 5.30. W-I-N-T Manx Radio, bringing Christmas to your radio.